younger women. You have people who have fantasies about different things. I like older women. Go figure, you know? But that's just a preference. It's a preference. Everyone has preferences. So what is the big deal? What's the big issue with my brother? down to the studio, I could see what kind of lifestyle Rob was living and what was going on in his life. And it didn't look good to me. There was a bedroom in the main room of the studio. There was girls everywhere. There was a young girl sitting and she had to be, I don't, I haven't checked her ID, I don't know, but anywhere between 15 to 17 to 18, she was a teenager, she was young. You can tell what's young. I don't know if they were together. When I went to another room, there was a girl in that room with the lights out, waiting. There was another girl in this lounge over there, lights out, waiting. And I'm telling Reed, my business partner, what the hell is going on? Hello, 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 everybody. It's your girl, Opinionated Sister. Happy New Year. Today is January 9th, 2019. Not sure if I should even be saying Happy New Year because uh, I'm a little late on it, but there I said it anyway. I wanted to have a conversation today about the whole surviving R. Kelly that uh, just appeared last Thursday on Lifetime as a six-part series. So if you haven't seen it by now or heard about it by now, you probably live in a cave or under a rock. Um, The last episode aired on, I believe, maybe it was Saturday or Sunday. I'm not really sure. And I knew that at that time I really wanted to discuss this matter. But um, after watching that series, I really needed to kind of let what I watched sink in so that I could get a real uh, clear view on my thoughts on the matter. Now, of course, uh, for most of us, this is not really a new conversation. This is not uh, new circumstances that we're just now discovering. If you know who R. Kelly is, you know that he's had demons that's what I call him. He's had demons uh, since forever, the demon of perversion uh, with young girls. So this is this is nothing new for most of us. The thing that comes in at this point is that uh, a lot of people are having to come to the realization that they have to pick a side. Are you picking the side of women or are you picking the side of an artist that you happen to love and really like their music. And I use the term women really loosely because what we're talking about here really is not women, uh, their kids. So that being said, let me just even, um, you know, because I don't want to get all over the place with this conversation and that may happen because I do have just so many thoughts um, on the matter. The thing that I want to say first is that no woman, no child, no person should ever be uh, abused, you know, whether that's sexually abused, mentally, physically, um, no way, shape or form should any young girl, child be abused. So now that I've said that, 
let's go a little bit into the actual um, lifetime special because while I 100% believe that he is guilty of probably if not all most of everything that was said in this special the only thing that I'm questioning is uh, the motive of this lifetime special what's the end game after this lifetime special even as of today, uh, I have read that um, the uh, that Georgia, uh, the state of Georgia, they have started um, legal proceedings. Uh, they are seeking to have him arrested for the things that were stated in the Lifetime special. But my question is, the women that he's allegedly holding captive, are they going to be willing to cooperate with this investigation because as of late they don't seem to think that they are victims of anything they are willing participants um you know their parents and others are stating that they are being held against their will they have not made any um gestures to indicate that that that's factual so i'm just really wondering in the end how that's really going to play out but here we go so in watching the surviving um, R. Kelly special, I had issues with so many people, so many people, um, not just R. Kelly, because at the end of the day, R. Kelly is the one who is wholeheartedly responsible for his actions. It is him that wakes up, puts his pants on, walks out the door gets in his car, goes out and seeks these young girls and then proceeds to have sex with them. That is not the fault. And not only does he proceed to have sex with them, he proceeds to have a team of people that have made it possible to have sex with him. People who cover up his perversion. Okay, so the first person on this documentary that I have a problem with, um, they begin, you know, talking about the circumstances surrounded behind him marrying Aaliyah uh, back when she was his artist for a short time. Um, you know, many of us know this story already. Uh, he was, uh, Aaliyah was his artist um, in the 90s and she was 12 when um, she came to him as an artist and apparently they ended up getting married in 94 um, August of 94 to be exact and the marriage was annulled by her parents in uh, February of 95 so at the time his uh, road manager I guess or a assistant tour manager uh, what have you Demetrius Smith um, stated in the documentary that he had an idea that there was some shady going on with uh, R. Kelly and Aaliyah that he suspected you know was, was kind of funny and he even asked R. Kelly hey you know is there something going on here and R. Kelly assured him that there was not but he still had a slight idea that there was something going on between R. Kelly and Aaliyah. So even beyond having that idea, 
there was further proof because one of the young ladies who was R. Kelly's backup singer, uh, Javante Cunningham, I believe that's her name, who, again, herself started working with him at the age of 14 as one of his backup singers. But we'll go back to her um, in a moment. She stated that she'd witnessed uh, while they were on the tour bus, R. Kelly, um, you know, having physical contact, having sex with Aaliyah. And even uh, Demetrius Smith admitted that he actually forged documents uh, allowing R. Kelly to marry Aaliyah in uh, on August 31st, 1994. And that at that time, he was told by R. Kelly that Aaliyah was pregnant. So he had proof at that point that number one, not only was R. Kelly involved with an underage girl. He got her pregnant and he even helped facilitate a marriage between a 27-year-old man and a 15-year-old girl. And, you know, Mr. Demetrius speaks often throughout the entire documentary of the ways that he helped R. Kelly to be able to get these young girls, whether it was taking him Uh, you know, going with him to the mall, seeking out and making contact with the girls, Um, whether it was him covering up, hiding uh, that he was with these girls. He was literally like the right-hand man of all of this foolishness. So he himself also needs to be arrested. I don't care what anybody says, okay? So... That's that with the Aaliyah thing. I don't want to speak too much on her because, you know, she's not around and I really don't like, you know, too much speaking ill of the dead, even though it's not speaking ill of her, it's speaking ill of him because he had no business in a relationship with a girl of that age at all, period. So we then go on further in the documentary and we're hearing from you know different people who are telling their story and how they become they became to know him and the main theme throughout this whole documentary is that each and every one of these girls were seeking you know fame they wanted um not necessarily fame but I guess to explore their dream of becoming a musician and they felt that he was able to help them with that so they were drawn in to that you know and of course by then um like in the early 90s when he first came out with um r kelly in the public announcement he did have uh you know what what could be considered uh semi-fame you know he came out with born into the 90s i believe it was in 1992 so people would have known him for his music which was uh vibe honey love and um slow dance so he, he had at that point um, what I would call, you know, a pretty good music career. So it would be it would be understandable how any young woman or lady or you know anyone would assume that he would be able to go ahead and help them further their career. OK, so fine. So the one lady that stood out the most for me was Javante Cunningham. She was his backup singer, and she was 14 years old at the time, like I said. Um, She stated on many occasions that he would send them out to go and find girls for them, and that she didn't really understand at that time, because she was 14, you know, what that really meant. So for her going out and finding girls for him, 
meant that she would be going out and getting girls who were, of course, her age. Because why would she know older women at that point? And she'd even stated at one point in the documentary documentary that she'd bought one of her friends to the studio. And then she looks over. Her friend is, you know, bent over in sexual activity with R. Kelly. And even though she kind of felt that it was wrong, you know, it's not something that she really, you know, at a 14, 14 years of age was really able uh, to process. So in this whole thing, I'm not blaming any of the children really for their actions, even though we all know that that at 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, we know in our head what we're doing, but we don't have the real ability to make um, educated decisions for our lives and and the things that we should really be doing so I'm not blaming any kid for any decision that they made uh, that aided him in being able to you know get these young girls again though I do blame the adults okay so um, during this whole time you know it's being becoming noticeable to everybody but nobody's really necessarily saying anything nobody's telling him it's wrong anything like that everybody just pretty much ignoring the behavior because it's R. Kelly and of course at this point they're getting something out of it okay so you even have um, a music producer that was uh, in the documentary Craig Williams and of course you know enabling behavior he states on several occasions that he'd seen things strange like he would go to the studio and he has beds in the studios with girls that were in the studio who quote unquote appeared to be young you could tell they were young uh, he stated you know that he didn't ask for id but you you can look at a young girl and see that he's young those were his words not mine didn't ask for id but you knew they were young very young but it never once crossed his mind to call the police or do anything like that you just pretty much minded your business knew it was wrong but you just decided to mind your business on the matter so, you know, that is, again, somebody enabling uh, this behavior. Uh, there was even a scene where his older brother, Bruce Kelly, who's currently in jail for, you know, God knows what, he stated that everyone has a preference. Well, having sex with young children is not a preference. It's a sickness. A preference is I like blondes over brunettes. I like skinny women or bigger women over smaller women. I like older women over younger women. Have women having a preference is one thing. Wanting to have sex with children who are 14 years old, that is not a preference, that is a sickness. Okay? So don't get me wrong. I am a super, well, at least I'll say I was a super fan of R. Kelly. I, I love his music. I'm not going to sit in line and say, oh, no, I don't. But I have not uh, supported his music as far as like buying or purchasing, going to any concerts. I haven't been to any of his concerts since probably like the 90s or 2000. But um, I was one of those people who was under the idea, you know, at one point that, okay, these little girls are just, you know, fast. And that's something that we all state in the, you know, in the community, the black community, is that, you know, all these little girls know what they're doing. They just fast and this, this, this. But even a little girl who's even fast, promiscuous, whatever you want to call it, 
that still should not attract the attention of a grown man other than that grown man to say sit your little butt down somewhere that's it it should not turn him on in any kind of way or make him want to add himself to the list of other little boys that this little girl has maybe had you know relationships with it just shouldn't if that was not with you or in you in the first place so I'm not giving him a pass because you know a little girl is you know fast or you know whatever we tend to want to call her so um the main thing that um was going on in this whole uh documentary was really surrounded by um the the famous or infamous sex tape uh that came out and that he was uh indicted for and ultimately acquitted in 2008 um where he was uh reported to have um had sex with a girl who at the time was 14 years old and she was the niece of his previous artist sparkle and you know in this tape he performed all types of sexual acts with the little girl even urinated on her in her mouth all of these kinds of things and when it came to prosecution um people spoke up but the main parties uh such as the victim the the young lady uh, you know, never did come to trial. Her parents didn't come to trial. They stated, matter of fact, that it was not their daughter in the tape. Their uncle also stated it wasn't his niece, but Sparkle uh, was the only one to speak up and say that this was, you know, number one, a child, and number two, that that child was her niece. And so for that reason, he was found not guilty. Okay, so we we then all proceed as a community even you know just regular people like myself to say okay well you know he wasn't found guilty we can go on and continue to support him like his music you know different artists still decided to work with him including Jay-Z because immediately after that they did make you know a best of both worlds album which included the song not guilty you know which was sort of a you know braggadocious thing at the time um you know but you know Jay-Z ultimately at some point decided to discontinue working with him I guess he didn't want to be associated uh with anyone Um, like that you know so he kind of left that alone but other artists were still working with him you know Michael Jackson Janet Jackson Celine Dion um, everybody just you name it people were still working with R. Kelly because of course he's good at what he does so I think the one thing with the Lifetime special because like I said you know I'm sure everybody has seen it so I'm not going to do like a complete recap or anything like that of the the story we all know the story the the situation at hand right now is that I'm seeing all up and down social media I mean you have people who are losing friendships uh they're you know arguing with friends arguing with family and it's is 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 getting pretty it's getting pretty hot out here you know people are on one side of the fence saying that if you if you speak against him, that, um, you know, pretty much either you're a hater or you are some conspiracy theorist or, you know, you're trying to just bring down the black man type type stuff, you know. And then you have the other side that are saying, um, you know, we support him. We don't really believe any of you know these allegations and even if they are true even if we do believe some of them 
um, we think that this is a, a money motivated scheme to take him down and we support him and we're going to continue to support him no matter what anyone says um, they're basically you know victim blaming or coming up with all types of mess about you know why aren't we going after the Catholic Church or why aren't we going after Harvey Weinstein or why aren't we going after um, you know why is it a problem when like people like Elvis Presley and Jerry Lee Lewis did it or Hugh Hefner well the problem with those three people in particular is that they're dead no that's the first problem Um, we can't punish Elvis Presley for anything he did when he married Priscilla we can't uh, punish Jerry Lee Lewis for marrying his 13 year old cousin Uh, we can't punish Hugh Hefner for having the Playboy Mansion um, again because he's dead so even if they were alive that's really not um justify anything that R. Kelly has done with these girls. One person's crime does not um, negate what another person's crime is. We can't say because, oh, the Catholic Church is molesting young boys that now it's okay for R. Kelly to be able to go ahead and do what he's doing with these young girls. It just doesn't make sense. You have to think about it along the terms of where we live today. Let's just say, for example, you have a 14-year-old daughter. She's a great dancer. And I'm assuming, like most young girls, she really loves Chris Brown. Would it be okay for Chris Brown to come in and move your 14-year-old daughter in with him, lock her in a basement and, you know, abuse her in any way? No, it wouldn't be okay. So I'm not sure why we're at a point where we're thinking that it's okay for R. Kelly to who was accused of doing these same things why is it okay because it's not our daughter things are only um not a big deal until they become yours which we found with um the parents I don't remember the girl's name I think it's um what are their names the Carries. uh they were in the documentary pretty much last I think they said that they bought their daughter to his concert and she was 17 years old and they allowed her to go up on stage um and then at that point she proceeded to sneak and um you know visit him and ultimately she ended up not returning home to them she decided to stay uh with him okay so I think um you know with them they um I don't really want to talk against anybody's parents, but to me, you know, pretty much they gave their child away, you know, um, because, you know, you, you signed her away to a quote unquote um, assistant or something like that, not having any real knowledge of what was going on because you weren't in her presence. I think they were the Clearies. I think the little girl was Ezreal Cleary. Uh, that's the name um, that I'm looking for. Um, you know, a lot of people are giving them a lot of flack, basically saying that they were, they, you know, should be part of um, the, the people who are arrested as well because you were, you know, money driven as far as not protecting your child. So, you know, I'm not a law enforcement agency, you know, I don't know who should do what, but like I said, I was really unhappy with uh, a lot of the adults in the situation because, you know, in all honesty, anybody can be taken advantage of, manipulated or anything like that. But when I saw the actual, um, you know, parents of, of of this girl, um, Ezreal, and I'm like, 
what would ever make you even if it's suspected that he has this problem what would ever make you think it's okay to have your child in his presence okay and even that there were a couple of adult women who decided you know to go ahead and enter into relationships with him uh for instance the lady uh, kitty jones i believe she was 33 when she met with him you know she physically quit her job moved to be with him in order to have a relationship with him so again you went into this with full knowledge of who he's reported to be so there really you know could not have been any surprises um asante mcgee again 35 years old said she was a super fan decided to get into a relationship with him but she got out of it pretty quick you know you guys entered into this with an adult mind not the mind of a 14 year old 15 year old you know a child you you entered into this uh with an adult mind which does not necessarily take away well i'm not gonna say necessarily it doesn't take away um you know you're being abused like i said it can happen to anybody at any age if you're of a certain mindset it gives him no right to abuse you what i'm saying is that it was not um it just it wasn't a smart decision you know as an adult um and even with his wife's wife Andrea Kelly now she said some things that were kind of you know questionable I don't doubt that he you know abused her in any way shape or form but number one she's saying that when she met him she's born and raised in Chicago when she met him in I want to say it was about 93 she didn't know at all who R. Kelly was. If you live in Chicago, you knew who R. Kelly was. I just have a hard time believing anybody who lived in Chicago didn't know who R. Kelly was, okay? She said that she didn't know about any of the things that were actually going on in her house, like the girls and the women. And, you know, to a degree, I guess I would have to, you know, kind of believe her on that because, I mean, he obviously has gotten away with this for this long so he obviously has had help in in doing the things that he that he's done so um you know but a lot of the contradictory things going on right now is that even like last year you know she was still you know defending uh him you know stating how much of a great person he was and all of this um you know um that makes people kind of question you know the the validity of all of these claims it's like do you guys you know is he a great person or is he not is he you know good or is he a monster you know which is which is which um but you know that's neither here nor there my whole thing is that while we can all or many of us if you like his music you can agree that he is a great artist there's nothing you can take away from him with that he he has hits on top of hits that he's made for himself and that he's made for others but if you're a person with a brain you have to really be able to separate his art from the things that he does and you have to admit to yourself that it's just totally wrong there's no right in it no matter how you try to cut it you can blame the you know parents you can blame the kids themselves you can blame the grown women but at the end of the day he's the one that makes the these decisions to go out and uh do these things and of course you know i know and in Uh, many reports are coming out that you know he was abused himself you know actually by his sister 
when she was 16 and they were like six or seven years old, which, you know, hurt people, hurt people, um, or, you know, just repeat, you know, actions that um, you were subjected to at an early age. Um, You know, it doesn't make it right, but I can definitely, you know, understand that aspect of it. And, you know, really, you know, just wish that for his sake and the sake of others that he would have gotten help for that. Um, But it's a thing in our communities where we really don't seek out help from, you know, professionals or we don't say anything about what's going on in the home because we were always taught to, you know, keep whatever goes on, whatever goes on in this house stays in this house. I don't know how many times I've heard that over and over Uh, from different people in different households but it's not really helpful you know when a kid goes through um, abuse they don't know how to process that so either one or two things you know they're going to go out and they're going to do that to other people or they're going to you know they're going to abuse other people or they're going to abuse themselves and what he happened to have done is to abuse other people but My thing is that we can all have our opinion about this, um, but the stuff that I'm seeing that's going on right now, like people, uh, you know, attacking each other, seems like people are done, they're ready to fight. (laughs) That's not really necessary. Like we can really, you know, have this discussion because it's a good discussion, um, especially for our community and it's shedding light on many things that we've uh, tolerated and felt was okay in our communities for so long this is really like a teachable moment for people in our community so while you know we we can't go back and obviously prosecute him for the 14 year old girl the sex tape we can't go back and prosecute that even the current day situation where he's said to be beholding these women captive I don't know how that's gonna end up you know I I can't foresee the future I don't know how that's gonna end up but I do feel he needs to be held responsible for some of these things that he's done as well as the people who have helped him to do these things but my whole thing on this on this uh, lifetime special is that I just really hope it's a teachable moment for all of us and that we begin to have better conversations about how we can protect you know not only girls but little boys little boys are victims of uh, rape and molestation too it's just not talked about as often so I really you know I really really hope that this starts a continuous conversation not just a bandwagon conversation because so often we you know we have things happen and we talk about it for a week we talk about it you know for a moment and then the next new tragedy or the next new uh you know I call it you know fake woke or fake outrage um situation comes about so hopefully this is something that we can continue to talk about and to make um adjustments on how we see uh things like you know men or women really preying on children you know because I don't care you know what you say about it I don't care who it is who we're talking about there's no reason for a grown adult male or female to be dating a 14 year old a 15 year old a 16 year old 17 is the legal age of consent in most places but even then that's questionable and suspect to me but as I said it's it's legal um I don't I wouldn't want some grown man dating my 17 or 18 year old daughter but that's just me. Some people don't have a problem with it. 
but we have to make stop making like excuses for this type of behavior like going back and saying oh well when I was in high school I had an older boyfriend or I had a you know grown man or you know so and so this person your other celebrities dated um whoever they dated and they were younger yeah that's a problem too because I could name a few names of uh men and their women that they're with who's very questionable to me you know um if you're 28 29 years old and you're the woman you're the girl you're with is 16 years old that's still a problem to me so I mean like I said I don't care who you are that's a problem to me so you know we, we have to stop coming up with these uh, excuses because you know at the end of the day even if the girl is very mature you're still robbing her of you know youth and the ability to grow into her own person and you know that's just not right no matter how you look at it so I'm going to end this and if anyone has, you know, anything they want to add, feel free to call in and I'll add it to uh, my next segment. And maybe I can even have uh, somebody join in on the conversation and we can continue this, um, you know, on the next segment. So um, if you like what you want, you like what you hear and you want to go ahead and add something to it or have a conversation um, about it and share your views, I am certainly welcome to that. Um, just go ahead and chime in and we'll add it to the next show. Once again, it's your girl, Opinionated Sister, and I'll see you next time.